Today is October 2nd. This is Verses in Flow. I'm Jennifer. Welcome in and welcome back. This is the podcast where we are reading through the Bible in a year and discovering the transformative power of the Word of God in our lives. We are on a journey, a mission, a quest, an adventure to becoming the best versions of ourselves day by day by immersing ourselves in God's Holy Word. I am so glad that you are joining me today for this journey of faith and personal growth. Now today, we're going to be concluding the book of Isaiah, one of the most powerful and prophetic books in the Old Testament. We're also going to read from Philippians, Psalm 74, and Proverbs 24. These passages are going to challenge us to think about our relationship with God, our identity in Christ, and how we experience that, and also our response to oppression and our resilience in adversity. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. Isaiah 66, New American Standard Bible. Heaven is God's throne. This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is the footstool for my feet. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is a place that I may rest? For my hand made all these things, so all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But I will look to this one, at one who is humble and contrite in spirit, and who trembles at my word. Hypocrisy rebuked. But the one who slaughters an ox is like one who kills a person. The one who sacrifices a lamb is like one who breaks a dog's neck. One who offers a grain offering is like one who offers pig's blood. One who burns incense is like one who blesses an idol. As they have chosen their own ways and their souls delight in their abominations, so I will choose their punishments and bring on them what they dread. Because I called, but no one answered. I spoke, but they did not listen. Instead, they did evil in my sight and chose that in which I did not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brothers who hate you, who exclude you on account of my name, have said, let the Lord be glorified so that we may see your joy, but they will be put to shame. A sound of uproar from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who is dealing retribution to his enemies. Before she was in labor, she delivered. Before her pain came, she gave birth to a boy. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Can a land be born in one day? Can a nation be given birth all at once? As soon as Zion was in labor, she also delivered her sons. Shall I bring to the point of birth but not give delivery, says the Lord? Or shall I who gives delivery shut the womb, says your God? Joy in Jerusalem's future. Be joyful with Jerusalem and rejoice for her. All you who love her, be exceedingly glad with her, all you who mourn over her, so that you may nurse and be satisfied with her comforting breasts, so that you may drink fully and be delighted with her bountiful breasts. For this is what the Lord says, Behold, I extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you will be nursed, you will be carried on the hip and rocked back and forth on the knees, as one whom his mother comes so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. Then you will see this, and your heart will be glad, and your bones will flourish like the new grass.
and the hand of the Lord will be made known to his servants, but he will be indignant toward his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come in fire, and his chariots like the whirlwind, to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For the Lord will execute judgment by fire and by his sword on humanity, and those put to death by the Lord will be many. Those who sanctify and purify themselves to go to the gardens, Following one in the center who eat pig's flesh, detestable things, and mice, will come to an end altogether, declares the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts. The time is coming to gather all the nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. And I will put a sign among them and send survivors from them to the nations, Tarshish, Put, Lud, Meshach, Tubal, and Javan, to the distant coastlands that have neither heard of my fame nor seen my glory. Glory, and they will declare my glory among the nations. Then they shall bring all your countrymen from all the nations as a grain offering to the Lord on horses and chariots and litters, on mules and on camels. To my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord, just as the sons of Israel bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord, I will also take some of them as priests and Levites, says the Lord. For just as the new heavens and the new earth which I make will endure before me, declares the Lord, so will your descendants and your name endure. And it shall be from new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath. All mankind will come to bow down before me, says the Lord. Then they will go out and look at the corpses of the people who have rebelled against me, for their worm will not die and their fire will not be extinguished, and they will be an abhorrence to all mankind." Philippians chapter 3 verses 4 through 21. Although I myself could boast as having confidence even in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he is confident in the flesh, I have more reason. Circumcised, the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. But whatever things were gained to me, these things I have counted as loss because of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them mere rubbish, so that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if somehow I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already grasped it all or have already become perfect, but I press on if I may also take hold of that for which I was even taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I do not regard myself as having taken hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, all who are mature, let's have this attitude. 
And if in anything you have a different attitude, God will reveal that to you as well. However, let's keep living by that same standard to which we have attained. Brothers and sisters, join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk of whom I often told you and now tell you, even as I weep, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite and whose glory is in their shame, who have their minds on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our lowly condition into conformity with his glorious body by the exertion of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. Psalm 74, an appeal against the devastation of the land by the enemy, a masculine of Asaph. God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your inheritance, and this Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Step toward the irreparable ruins. The enemy has damaged everything in the sanctuary. Your adversaries have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They have set up their own signs as signs. It seems like one bringing up his axe into a forest of trees, and now they break down all its carved work with axe and hammers. You have burned your sanctuary to the ground. They have defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, let's completely subdue them. They have burned all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. There is no longer any prophet, nor is there anyone among us who knows how long. How long, God, will the enemy talk? You shall the enemy treat your name disrespectfully forever. Why do you withdraw your hand, even your right hand? Extend it from your chest and destroy them. Yet God is my king from long ago, who performs acts of salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea monsters in the waters. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You gave him as food for the creatures of the wilderness. You broke open springs and torrents. You dried up ever-flowing streams. Yours is the day. Yours also is the night. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have established all the boundaries of the earth. You have created summer and winter. Remember this, Lord, that the enemy has taunted you and a foolish people has treated your name disrespectfully. Do not give the soul of your turtle dove to the wild animal. Do not forget the life of your afflicted forever. Consider the covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of the places of violence. May the oppressed person not return dishonored. May the and the needy praise your name. Arise, God, and plead your own cause. Remember how the foolish person taunts you all day long? Do not forget the voice of your adversaries, the uproar of those who rise against you, which ascends continually. Proverbs 24, verses 15 and 16. Do not lie in ambush, you wicked person, against the home of the righteous. Do not destroy his resting place. For a righteous person falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in time of disaster. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the privilege and opportunity to draw near to you. We thank you for the incredible gift of your son, Jesus. We thank you for teaching us all about your grace, your mercy, and your power. Help us to seek you with all of our hearts that we may know you more deeply. May our love for you be greater than any other desire we have. Lord, fill us with a passion to share the hope that we find in you with all those around us that they may know you too. Lord, we just ask that you would give us the strength to experience the power of Jesus's resurrection in our lives and to joyfully participate when we are suffering. Lord, we just ask that you would help us to live a life that brings glory to you until we are finally called home to be with you forever. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, all the people of God said together, amen. And our affirmation for today is another one that comes from HealingBrave.com. In me, there's a quiet strength. There's an ancient peace. There is eternal joy. I am a force of nature. There is nothing I cannot do, nothing I cannot be. In me, there is a quiet strength. There is an ancient peace. There is eternal joy. I am a force of nature. There is nothing I cannot do, nothing I cannot be. And our aphorism, our Lord has written the promise of resurrection, not in books alone, but in every leaf in springtime. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being on this amazing adventure with me. You belong here and we belong together on this journey. I love you. And if God says the same, I'll be right here tomorrow waiting for you.